Hello and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. And this week our topic is practical self-care tips. And specifically today, we are going to be talking about creating a morning routine. Yes, we are. So I don't have, (laughs) I'm sure you're like, oh great, Sabrina, tell us your wonderful morning routine. Yeah, I don't have a good morning routine. I don't. Just from the bat, I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't have one. I don't. I mean, I have one, but it's not a good one. It's not one that people are like, oh my gosh, you know, where you just talk about it. I aspire to have one. I do. Someday when I can get my life together. But for now, I have a, what I would call a semi-functional morning routine. And that's good enough for me right now. And if that's how you feel about your morning routine, that's totally cool. No worries. No worries. But later we will talk about how we can create a really good morning routine. So maybe you want to add some of these things in or kind of shift what you're already doing. Um, But if you do feel like you currently have a morning routine that works for you enough to get by and feel good about yourself and about your day, that's great. You're at least starting ahead of a lot of people that don't have that kind of thing and feel very chaotic in the morning. So which is kind of how I used to be. But I feel like when I reflect back even to when I was in school, like grade school, I still had kind of a morning routine. Um, I believe it was elementary school. Yes. Cause I had moved somewhere else from middle school. So when I was in elementary school, I had a TV in my bedroom, which I know sounds interesting. I mean, I think some people did and some people didn't it just depends, but I had a TV and I also had cable in my room. And every morning, I think for like fourth, fifth grade, something like that, sixth grade, maybe, I would wake up, I would turn the TV on, and I would turn it on to MTV or VH1, I forget which, probably VH1, and I would watch the music videos while I got ready. And you're probably thinking, wow, you're young to watch those music videos. I was, but that was just the, you know, the exposure that I had in my home. But it's funny because the music videos that they played, and this was probably in uh, 1997 or something, 98. And the music videos that they play, they play in the same exact order. So it's like they already had it already set up in a loop. And so my morning routine, as it has changed and grown and developed as I became an adult, there was always some part of my morning routine that I was dedicated to. And when I was a kid, it was watching those music videos. You know, it was getting up, turning that on and picking out what I needed to get for the day, quickly finishing up any homework I needed to do, um, and get myself ready to go, and then get out to the bus stop. Um, And that's like a morning routine that I always reflect on feeling positive about, uh, because there's other morning routines, like when I got into junior high and high school, um, it, it it was way more sporadic. It was like the routine of, you know, putting on some makeup and trying to look super cute because you're trying to impress everyone or needing to get to school early for whatever activity I was doing because that was just me or wanting to leave early because I really, really, really wanted to hit up the bagel place and not be late to class. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And, you know, it just evolved from there. I feel like when I was in college, I didn't have a very good routine because I was like, rushing to get ready to run across campus to get to my next class. But anyway, I digress. So I don't think, uh, but just, you know, even reflecting back on that, I don't think I ever had a very strict morning routine in my entire life. Like I mentioned, there's a couple things that are always there that I just 
did for a season and a period of time in my life, but not very strict. You know, there are always things I have to do every single morning, like get dressed, uh, to actually prepare for the day or make me feel awake and ready to get whatever done. But I have this ultimate desire to include other things that I could totally, totally romanticize and wax poetically about to you because, you know, it just sounds so calming and enriching and just so bougie to incorporate these slow and calm mornings that people talk about. And I know that some people in real life have, and I'm just like, oh man, that would be fantastic. But I feel like I go to bed too late and then I wake up with just enough time to get the things done that are super important to me. And I have a full-time job. So, um, and I know that a lot of those things can sound like excuses to other people. Sure. Cause there was a time where I had to get be at a job much earlier, but it doesn't mean that I got to be more than earlier than that to do anything extra. You know, usually the earlier my job started in my course of life so far, the less sleep I got or the less I really accomplished in the morning to be perfectly honest with you. But, you know, things like journaling, meditation, or reading would be a nice addition to my morning, but I never create enough time for that, as I already mentioned. And I don't anticipate working that in, any of those things, anytime soon. But maybe someday after I retire from my full-time job, which, you know, I don't I don't know exactly when that's going to be, but I know it's going to be relatively soon. And I would love to add in some of those things. You know, I'd love to like take the dog for a a quick walk in the morning. I usually just let him out and then we'll try to play catch later in the day. And then, you know, my daughter will walk him a little bit. But um, yeah, I would love to just incorporate that kind of stuff, you know, or make a cup of coffee and sit on the back porch and just take in like the sunset or whatever. Like it sounds so romantic and it sounds so calming and peaceful, but These are things I don't make time for in my life right now. (laughs) The things I do give my time to in the morning is a quick wash of the face and I let the dog out and my morning workout during the work week because I typically like to work out Monday through Friday. I like to save the weekends to just rest and chill and do other things um, or sleep in and not wake up early because generally if I wake up, when I wake up to work out, I generally wake up at like 6.15, 6.30 gives me enough time to wash my face, get dressed, and then get the dog out and get pre-workout in and get my shoes on and finally head out to the garage to work out. So that's typically how it goes. And I've noticed that, you know, the later that I get up, the longer it takes me because I'm just dragging behind. But that is my current routine that doesn't change much at all because I don't think I could, it could get any easier than me waking up, washing my face super quick. And it's not even like a deep clean. It's more of just like a rinse to get the sleep crud out of my eyes and be able to put my contacts in. And um, and if I had any grease or anything that like accumulated out of my skin overnight, you know, you know. And yeah, just, just kind of like freshen up really quick. Um, but yeah, I don't think it could get any easier than how I already have it. Plus, it accomplishes the things most important to me, which is taking care of my dog by letting him out and taking care of my health, which is getting ready to get my workout in, which I believe is what is most important, at least to me, taking care of my dog and taking care of my health. And, you know, there are other people that live in my house, but they do whatever they need to do. And it doesn't really, and they're also not up at that time. 
you know, they're more like eight, nine o'clock wake up people. My daughter used to wake up earlier when she was going to school in person, but since we're not currently doing that, um, yeah, I am like the only person, me and the dog and the cat, because he usually just doesn't want to be alone. He wants to be where the action is. So, um, but yeah, but I believe that those, that's what's most important to me in the morning. And the point of a morning routine is to set the tone for the day and have a better, better handle over how your day will go rather than letting your schedule drive the day. And so whatever you find that is most important to you to do in the morning, that is what truly matters. And that's what you should design your morning routine to look like. And if you are able to start your day ready to take on whatever comes at you and prioritize the rest, you're good to go, right? You're totally good to go. And productivity is most likely going to happen with a set routine that you have, um, even if it's semi-functional like mine, and a mindset that um, that you have already prepped for the day. You're like ready and raring to go. So I do have some tips for you guys on how to craft the best morning routine. And like I said at the beginning, if you already have a morning routine, maybe you can just take some of these tips and add them in. Or if you don't have one, this will definitely um, lead you in the direction of figuring out that routine. But before we get to that, as always, I do want to mention the five-minute reset. So if you're having a tough day, a hard day, an overwhelmingly annoying day, and you would like to kind of leave it behind, you're able to just, you want to just draw a line in the sand and kind of decide that, you know, I'm just going to put everything behind me, then the five-minute reset is for you. The five-minute reset allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. You know, like I said, you will draw the line in the sand. You'll decide, okay, whatever's happened, all the bad things, I'm going to put them behind me. Take any lessons that you need to learn from those experiences and move forward. You're not going to drag all of that baggage and that burden through the rest of the day or even into the next day. You're just going to leave it there. You're going to like leave it there and say, goodbye. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. I am on my way. In the five minute reset, you only need at least five minutes to be by yourself and you're able to take some time to, uh, you know, take a break from any issues or burdens that you're currently dealing with. Come up with a resolution for any problems or issues you're currently dealing with alone or with someone else. I always suggest everyone come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, medium size. You can literally be grateful for anything and everything. Maybe you're grateful like me that I haven't killed this Chinese money plant. That's what it's called. That's sitting in my window in my office. I haven't killed it yet, which I'm very grateful for. I want to be a good plant mom. Maybe you're grateful that you got something for free in the mail. That did happen to me recently. I was very excited. I did have to order it, but it was still free, and I was excited about that. Uh, maybe you're grateful that you you do have a good morning routine that really speaks to you and helps you set the tone for the day, and maybe you're just looking for some extra things to pop into what you currently have. That it's great. It's good to be grateful for having a good routine that's helping you. And maybe you're grateful that you finally found uh, like your favorite way to get your body moving, get exercise in your life. That is super important to everyone, I believe. So yeah, you can be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending, which is so fantastic. And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day, because hopefully after making your gratitude list and then taking some time to reflect on the positives and the blessings in your life, you will realize that by focusing more on the positives, you will be able to get through those hard, negative, crappy times 
a lot easier than just full force thinking about the negative the whole time. It doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any easier. And you don't have to be positive 100% of the time, not even 75%, but just leaning more in that direction will help you for sure. Okay, so yes, let's talk about our quick tips. I have four tips for you on how to craft the best morning routine for us. So the first tip I have for you is to plan your day the night before or right when you get up. Um, And that gives you some flexibility there because it really depends on what you prefer. I like to plan my day when I get up in the morning. There's times where I will plan things before, but it it just... It's dependent on whether that day is going to be super busy, if it's going to be something where I have to be prepared the night before because right when I wake up, I'm like running out the door for something. You know, if like I'm going to take a flight or we're going somewhere or whatever, yeah, I'll plan the night before. But I typically like to get up in the morning, do my little quick routine that I've already explained to you. And then when I finally do come to my desk to work, I have this little pad that says like today's plan on it. And then you just write like your appointments, you write your schedule, and you write like what your priorities are, you write how your mood is, and I like filling that out because it kind of just sets the tone for the day. I'm able to tell myself like, how am I feeling right now? And if it's a negative feeling, I could work on increasing that and making it better, but if it's a positive, it's great. It's like, ooh, we're already doing super good from the jump. So I would encourage you to find a way to plan it. So even if planning your day the night before, you could probably do a hybrid of both. For me, this would look like getting my workout clothes already out and ready to go so that I can just, I don't have to go looking for them or figuring out what I'm going to wear for whatever um, muscle group I'm going to be working that day. No, I'm already, I'm good. I'm just already picked it out the night before. And, or let's say um, when I used to go to work out at a gym and then actually go to work in an office, a lot of times I would like make a quick breakfast or lunch the night before so that I didn't have to mess with that in the morning. Um, I definitely would put out all my workout clothes and everything I needed for the day in the morning if I was going to work out at like actually drive to the gym and then come back and have to shower and everything. And I had to prep everything. I like to prep what I would wear to work that day because it's just so much easier and I don't feel flustered. And maybe you're not like me. Maybe you're totally calm and chill in the morning, which is fantastic. But for me, I get a little flustered. So Figure out if you want to plan the night before, right when you get up, or maybe a little hybrid of both. Okay, so the second tip I have for you is to find a quick daily mindfulness activity you can do in the morning. So the one thing that I didn't mention when I was kind of reminiscing on past uh, morning routines and kind of what I do now is that typically, I've been kind of off this week to be honest with you, but typically... I have an app on my phone that is a daily devotional and it has audio as well as text, but I will typically play the audio of this daily devotional, which is generally not longer than two minutes. And it's a good insight for me. It's a good mindfulness practice for me. And so you could do something similar. I do, and I just play it while I'm putting my shoes on or making my pre-workout or whatever. I'm just listening to it and kind of like centering myself for the day and getting a good quick lesson because the devotional that I listen to is also, it's Bible-based, which for you, it doesn't have to if that's not what you're into, but that is what I love and helps me really be centered in Christ from the top of the day and kind of have something to think about and what I learn and Anyway, I just really love it. Um, But for you, you know, you could try 
you could try a devotional too. Uh, they have lots of them. I'm sure you could get a free app. I pay for my app. It's like 99 cents a month. Um, but I'm, I'm sure for, I'm sure they have free ones in the app store for you to get for your phone, or there are so many websites that have devotionals. You can even just pop on Pinterest and type in like morning devotional or daily devotional, and it'll pull up so many different ones, um, or get a book from the bookstore. If you don't like devotionals, you could try a gratitude list. I would suggest making at least four things that you list. I always say that because I feel like three is really easy and five can be kind of tough. So four is like that hybrid in the middle of a good list of things for you to be grateful for. So you're kind of pushing yourself to try a little bit more than just the three. So you could just do that every day. It doesn't have to be some grandiose activity that takes so much time. It really doesn't. It can just be something like a, a quick hitter. So even if you do meditation and you only do it for five minutes, if it helps you, if it does what you want it to do, then you're golden. You don't really have to worry about it. So um, yeah, you do devotional, gratitude list, journaling, whatever you feel is best. But I would I would encourage you to find a quick daily mindfulness activity that you can add to your morning routine, even while you're multitasking doing something else like I do. Okay, so the third tip I have for you is to try to get in some daylight and movement. I've already mentioned that during the work week, I typically will wake up and I will work out. Um, and when uh, when we lived at a different house, um, I would actually step outside for a minute and really absorb any sort of daylight that was out when I let the dog out. I don't really do that now. Sometimes I do, um, but it, it's, it's less likely now because I'm usually like letting him out and then I'm doing what I need to do and then let him back in and wipe his paws and all this stuff and then go work out. Um, but it could be really helpful if you were able to just take in some sunshine, absorb it for the day that can really make you feel so centered and so ready and kind of like absorbing the power and the energy of the sun to take with you on your day. And that might sound a little like, I don't know, different than how you would view it, but I do believe in that, and I do believe that it will help you to really just, you know, be able to muster up some energy of your own to really start your day in the best way, and I always encourage movement. Now, if you don't like to work out in the morning, that's fine, but maybe you can just go on a quick walk, or even if it's just walking into your backyard if you have one, or maybe you have a balcony, you can just step out your balcony and also enjoy some fresh air, the daylight if it's out at that time. You know, just kind of just walk back and forth a little bit or just kind of just sway in there. I don't know. You know, I just think movement is really good and helpful, but I understand that a lot of people would prefer to like work out in the afternoon or the evening. It's whatever fits best for you, truly. Um, but even if you just want to do like some quick stretches and just really like get your body moving and get it ready for the day so that you can have the best day ever, right? Okay, so the last tip I have for you is a very obvious tip, <laughs> and you're probably like, you really gave it its own spot on the tip list. I did. I did, because it's important, because it's important that we start the day right, and how can we start our day right and have a good, craft a really good morning routine? Drink some water. <laughs> Drink some water. Yes, that's the big last tip I have for you. It's really important. You know, drinking water has been proven to improve circulation, alertness, um, it assists in digestion. It helps clear skin. It does so many things. 
Um, but it can also, if you start at the top of your day drinking water, you are more likely to get in enough water that you need throughout the day as opposed to remembering around lunchtime, crap, I really need to drink some water, right? And I am guilty of this. Even though I work out in the morning and I will have like a, like a, a bottle of water, which is about 20 ounces of the bottles that I use, um, then I will drink that whole thing. And if I don't fill it up right after my workout, before I hit my desk, it will be lunchtime before I have more water. Um, just because I get so busy and I just, I just, I zone out. So it's important if, if I think of like my day as I will get the whole bottle of water and use it for my workout. But if I try really hard to drink all of that water while I work out, come back and refill it before I go upstairs to my desk. Cause I feel like that's really uh, the restart of my day right then and there because it's the start of my work day and and then start just chugging water because because I need to because by the end of the day if I realize I didn't have enough water then it feels like it's too late and you're trying to chug water but I don't want to get up and like pee three times in the middle of the night which happens to me often enough so drink some water reap the benefits from that start your day off right hydrated and ready to go and take everything on Okay, you guys, well, that's all I have to share today. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Don't forget, there's show notes below. Um, Also, there's transcriptions that come out. I generally try to pop them on at the top of the day. If I can do it the night before when the episode goes up, I will try to do that. It just depends on how long the transcription service takes. Um, Also, in the show notes, you can find out where you can find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Peroso, or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, a uh, hi, and hello. Hey, a uh, hi, a uh, hello to me. Um, one last thing. If you want to support the show monetarily, I would greatly appreciate it. And you can do so by going to sabrinajoy.com. And if you hover over the menu button that says more, there'll be a drop down for you to click donations, and you can donate via PayPal or Patreon, which both gives you thank you gifts, um, depending upon the amount that you give. So if you want to support the show monetarily, I would love it, but no pressure. So um, again, thank you so much for listening, downloading, sharing the show. Please continue to at least uh, do those things. And uh, I, you're amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. So until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.